Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Well, hi, everybody. This is Phil Town. And this is Danielle Town. And we are here to talk about money, investing, mindfulness. What else are we talking about? Well, today we're introducing ourselves. Oh, yeah. You guys don't even know who we are. start out this whole podcast A couple of clowns on the podcast. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, so we should dive into that. All right. Um, I'll tell you what. Yeah, well, I'll introduce you. Okay, and and then I'll introduce you. Okay. Fine. Go for it. So, Phil Town. Be nice. Phil Town is my father. See, I need to tell her, be nice now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dad, tell me what I get wrong. You can correct me as I go along. So, you graduated from UCSD for college, is that correct? Eventually, I got through a college. several different colleges, (laughs) but you did graduate from UCSD. finally did, yes. um, Which is in a very beautiful location. Mm. I quite enjoy it. And then you joined the Army, and no, that's wrong. No. You joined the Army in the middle of college. Yeah, well, my first attempts at college were That's right. You, graduated, you went pathetic. back to college after the Army. That's right. Yes. So you, okay, started out at college, then joined the Army in the middle of Vietnam, which was ridiculous. <laughs> it you was, wasn't it? 1968. turned out to be pretty good at the Army, and you became a Green Beret. Yep. And did all sorts of, like, cool stuff that you probably should write a book about at some point just because they're kind of fun stories. <laughs> used to terrify me with them when I was a kid. <laughs> And um, then you left the Army, graduated from college, and decided to say, screw it to the world, went to the Grand Canyon and became a river guide. Not exactly. No, not correct. Went straight to the Grand Canyon and became a river guide. Oh, you still hadn't graduated from college? Uh Uh-uh. What year did you graduate from college? I had to go through another college or two. I had to go to College of Marin and explore, you know high school algebra, you know, <laughs> had to start over completely. <laughs> what year did you actually graduate? I graduated in 1975. Okay. Actually. Okay, good. Only because they gave me massive credits for going to army like language schools and stuff like that. You well, know. I mean, that's legit. Yeah, that's fair. You should get credit for that. I agree totally. Yeah. So, then you river guided. Well, I was river guiding all the way through all that. Okay. Yeah, for 10 years. Lots of river guiding. Mm-hmm. And while you were there, you met a guy who was on your boat who said, hey, maybe you should think about actually having some money for once in your life. Let me talk to you. And didn't you, didn't he like almost die? And then... He did. I almost killed him. Well, I wasn't going to say I'm like laughing. That. <laughs> I nearly killed him. It, it, actually, I never tell this story, but I'll tell this really quickly. I thought that my boat was fine, but I had traded boats. I, I was given a different boat at Phantom Ranch because the guy had to leave the trip. And we came down to Crystal, and what had, this guy hadn't known was that the the frame had broken on the boat. And underneath it, we had a keel, when you don't really have one of those on a raft. And the river current carried us into a really dangerous part of this rapid. And we were just really, really fortunate to find a way through it. And at the end of it, you know, these guys thought I'd save their lives, which, which in fact... Which did, probably. Which I, I did just from, you know, 
it was just one of those things. You just sort of react, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I'd created the problem in the first place by not realizing my boat was broken. <laughs> so, you know, one of those deals. Anyway, you're right. Yeah, I ended up working with this guy. Yeah. And then you finally graduated from college. <laughs> <laughs> then I graduated. Okay. And started making some money investing. Yes. And... Uh, then what happened? Then you just sort of rolled on with that, right? You were, well, what you had really a couple happened, companies, you invested in companies. Yeah, and what really happened was I had you, and then I had your sister, you know, my, you know, your mom and I had, had you two guys, and, um, and we moved off to Iowa to sort of have you grow up in a really nice, really meditation-oriented community, you know, with lots of really cool people, and it was really awesome. And that was all kind of as a result of having kids that we wanted to kind of get you guys out of the, you know, the sort of ordinary course of things. And um, we had money because I'd made money as an investor. And then I just continued investing sort of part time while we were raising you guys and you know, then got more full time as things went along. Cool. Yep. And now you have a hedge fund. And now I have a hedge fund. And what's the hedge fund called? It's called Rule One uh, Partners is the manager of the hedge fund. The hedge fund partnership is called Rule One Capital. And um, we also have a registered investment advisor that uh, manages money for people. And we teach people how to invest. Oh, yeah. And you've written two number one New York Times bestselling books. Excellent. Very proud of you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and lots of people have read them. And lots of people have said to you, you really should have a podcast so I can listen to you in the car on my way to work or while I'm at work because sometimes work is boring. And I think it's just sort of taken a while to get this thing together. And I have said to you lots of times, I have no interest in investing, Dad. What on earth should I do about that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we eventually came up with the idea that we should just talk about it together on the podcast. And, uh, and maybe I'd get interested in it that way. Which is, I think it's so fun. I get a chance to really have you uh, listen to me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, you know, has been always a, a challenge for any kid to listen to their dad. And, um, and this is a great opportunity for us to do that. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to just spend a lot of time with each other here on podcast. And we're going to go through the process of what we call rule one investing, which comes from Warren Buffett. The best investor in the world thinks the thing you should focus on is not losing money. And what we're going to do here is try to understand that because it's really packed deep. So, it is. Yep. It is. And I think um, delving into that is a way for people who aren't particularly interested in investing to become interested in that whole world. Now, there's more to it. I mean, I, I you know, talk to my friends about this stuff. None of us read investing books. None of us want to spend time investing. None of us are naturally interested in it. I think that describes probably most people in the U.S. And... I, my hope is that, first of all, I get interested in it, selfishly, and secondly, that people who listen get more interested in, in this whole world um, and think of it more as a way to even like learn about how you handle situations that are stressful and how to do research and how you can look at the world from a slightly different perspective. Um, well, I think, and learn I th about yourself as well. I mean, that's yeah, what I think I, that's, that's what the I'm thing. hoping to get out of it. That's the thing. I think you're going to find that. Um, you'll find what I found is that investing is an incredible kind of uh, 
kind of self-awareness machine. It, it really brings you close to some very nitty-gritty things about yourself. It's the crucible of It's emotions. a crucible, good word. Well, let me, let me tell everybody a little bit about you. Okay. Since you, you got to tell everybody a little bit about me, um, you are my daughter and my oldest daughter, and I love you very much, and I'm so excited I get to chat with you about you know something I love to do. Um, and one of the reasons that I think having you be the person that's kind of carrying through this process with me of, of explaining what this investing process is all about um, is that you're really smart. You're oh, like really you. smarter than me. And <laughs> and uh, man, have you got the credentials to prove it? I mean, oh, I just I, went to a lot of school. That's you all. really are a great studier and student and and uh, and really have a brilliant mind and and so i'm very proud of you and you went to wellesley um graduated from there with a was a bachelor's in religious comparative religion mm -hmm. and then you went to oxford in england and got a master's degree master's of studies in the study of religion and wrote your thesis on the definition of law religion and law in america which is fascinating to me and i believe that that sort of led you into an interest in law um, and I was very encouraging, I think, if you recall, about you going to law school because I think it's one of the last places where you can get a true intellectual uh, education, not, not even education, an intellectual discipline where you really learn to think. And I love that about it. And I didn't know if you'd want to be a lawyer or not. Um, and you did great. You went to NYU Law, New York University, and it's one of the best law schools, probably one of the top five law schools in America. So we're very proud, and we put the NYU Law stickers on everything. And I got the NYU Law <laughs> T-shirt. I hope it's still in the top five. I think it is. <laughs> and you got your JD from there, and then you very wisely, I thought, went to the University of Colorado and got a master's degree in LLM in entrepreneurial law, which brings you closer to what I do. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what on earth to do with myself when I graduated from law school. I didn't really think I ever wanted to be in a law firm and graduated from law school in the depths of the, re of the recession, had a public interest fellowship, so I worked at PBS for a little while and started to get interested in how they ran their business, because PBS is a business. It's a nonprofit, but it's a business. and. Um, and I just found it so much more interesting than I thought I would. Uh, the apple doesn't fall far I from know, the tree. Very, honestly, it was yes. very surprising to me. And I had taken corporations in law school and hated it. <laughs> it was the worst class. And I thought I never wanted to do anything with business law. And then uh, lo and behold, this is my problem with law school education. Law school education is completely different than practicing night and day, and I think we need to do something about that, but that's another topic for another time. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So I went back to get my LLM, which is really just a master's specialization for lawyers, um, because I hadn't taken any of those business law classes and I needed to take them. And I really wanted to be part of the amazing tech startup community in Boulder, Colorado. So and you that's are. what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's really exciting. I've been out there and gone out to meetings with you and it's really, really exciting. And I can understand why you love it. And you are now, and 
a specialist or focused on emerging companies and corporate law. Yes, and you like to call me an expert in corporate law, which I'm not. I would like that. I'd like that really? to be out okay. there. I'm Fair not enough. an expert. I've been doing this for three years. I've been practicing for three years. I love it. So you're, are, you're well into your apprenticeship. On I'm, it, I'm learning. Yeah, you're learning. And and you also just got certified as a privacy professional, and you're starting to do more and more with privacy law, which I think is a great idea. Yeah, I just think it's such a growing area. Yeah, it's big data, big data, who owns it? All of that is going to be gigantic, and mm-hmm. and it already is big. It already gigantic. Is. Um, and here's a really cool thing about this podcast, I think, and that is that you don't invest after all these years of growing up with me and um, and us talking about it off and on. It just never really stuck and you pursued your own dreams. And that's exactly what I've encouraged you to do. And so I'm really, really not at all surprised that you are <laughs> doing whatever you're doing and it's not about investing. But you're very willing to learn this and you're very willing to help me get better at explaining what this is all about. And I think that's exciting because this this strategy of investing that we call Rule One Investing um, is the single strategy that I'm aware of that results in high rates of return with low risk and has done so all the way through the Depression, World War II, the 50s boom, the 60s, 70s stagnation, the 80s, 90s boom, the 2000s stagnation. And people who do this kind of investing have managed to create 20% plus rates of return, audited financial statements, the whole deal. And some of the best investors in the world, if not the very best, do it exactly the way we're going to teach you. And so, um, and that would include people like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger in the old generation. The new generation are guys like Manesh Pabrai and David Einhorn and Bill Ackman. And you. Uh, and me. <laughs> Weren't you just rated like the number one hedge fund manager from, what was it, the American? It was the number one strategy in of one strategy. the 60 strategies they track over at um, AAII.com, American Association of Independent Investors, which is a nonprofit that tracks this sort of thing. And yeah, in 2014, we had the highest rate of return at 50%. I mean, that's which is amazing. Pretty good. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. So this is a very, very effective. We get high rates of return with low risk because we're essentially trying to buy $10 bills for $5. And this kind of investing strategy can show you how to do that in the stock market where you wouldn't think you'd be able to do it, but you can. So that's what this podcast is all about, y'all. And uh, we really look forward to sharing our ideas with you as we go forward. I'll just add that what we are starting out with is a group of, or sort of a series of podcasts about the very basics of rule one investing. And we're going to use a short speech from Charlie Munger, who's one of the investors you just mentioned, to sort of kick us off and lead us through these four principles, as he describes them, of investing. Yeah. Um, So that's a really great place for everybody to start. That's where I wanted to start because I didn't know the basics. So um, we recommend that you listen to those first and then move on to whatever other topics you want. Um, Finally, subscribe. Subscribe to us. I'm not sure why that matters, but it matters for some reason. For some reason, if you review, it starts kicking us up in the ratings Don't give us bad reviews. Only give us good reviews. (laughs) And subscribe to us. (laughs) I think we'll be putting up one a week. That's our plan, right? Yep. Um, We're going to, and you can see right now, you can get in there and and take a look at the next uh, four of them, this one plus four more. Um, And then we're going to be doing one a week. And if you subscribe, they just show up automatically and it's super easy. So dive in there with Charlie Munger. We're going to have a one minute speech from Charlie to the BBC about exactly what the secrets are of great investing. And Charlie, of course, is Warren Buffett's partner at Berkshire Hathaway, 92 years old, compounding 
the money that he's been managing at over 20% a year for 60 years. This is a guy we should learn from, brilliant guy, uh, maybe the only guy smarter in investing than Warren Buffett, who Buffett attributes his current strategy to. So with that, I think um, let's move on to the next podcast. We hope you enjoy. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Time to go play. See ya. Thanks for listening to Invested, the Rule One podcast. If you like us, please subscribe and leave a review for us on iTunes. You can get our notes and links for this podcast and post comments about this show and get more information about how to invest on your own by going to ruleonepodcast.com. Everything we've discussed in this podcast is either Danielle's opinion or my opinion and is not to be taken as investment advice because I am not your investment advisor, nor have I considered your personal situation as your fiduciary. This podcast is for your entertainment and education only, and I hope you've enjoyed it. So until next week, it's time to go play. See ya.